you are in the perfect place at the divine time to be touched by a horse. Here's your hosts, Melissa Pierce and Dane Cheek. Well, hey, everybody. It's Melissa. And this is Dane. And I'm glad we're back doing it together. I've been doing a lot of interviews lately. I know you have. <laughs> really sounded pretty neat, you know, with everybody's story. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's story is so unique, right? Yeah, Each yeah. one of the grads. So I did Rissa's, which was fun. She's been our main employee assistant in the company for 10 and a half years. And that was a really fun one. If people haven't heard that one, back up a little bit and listen to Rissa Unleashed because hers is a was really interesting to me, all the different things that she and I kind of been through, right? Yeah, well, she's such a joy. We always love being around her all the time. You know, she's part of our family for mm -hmm, sure. Mm -hmm. And you and she have a very funny time teasing each other and laughing and stuff. So I always enjoy watching the two of you. I, I'm not very good at being teased. I, I, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but I think I had a belly full of it when I was growing up. So I get too sensitive. I'm working on that, living with you all these years. But you and she... Uh, unbelievable the way you two of you tease each <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's real fun. <laughs> it's really amazing. While we're out here on the coast in Coronado looking at the ocean and enjoying the weather out here, and I have been working a lot on a new project that I'm bringing to market in September, and you've watched me. I've had my nose down really working a lot on that, and then we look up and we go somewhere fun and do something fun, and the ocean's been uh, so healing for us. But while while we've been out here, an organization that's near and dear to my heart, the creator and, and head of the board is Suzanne Hakemeyer. She is a graduate of our Equine Gestalt coaching program, and she has a passion for doing the work that I taught her to do with cancer survivors. And she's created just an incredible program in Colorado called Hope Held by a Horse. And if you're interested in it or you know someone dealing with cancer, anything like that, or you have the heart to make a donation to really keep her going, she'd appreciate it. Hope held by a horse. Well, they called Joni Mankus, who's one of my grads, reached out and said something was going on in the arena that they normally use and could they borrow my arena for a weekend and it happened to be a weekend I was not going to be there because we were out here so I said you bet and wow they had a beautiful weekend with these people and playing with our horses and on our facility and I'm just so glad we were able to support them in that way. So have you heard any updates on uh, anything that happened there? Or? Well it's private right, right? right? It's confidential and private. I think the one is not an update but the one thing that happened was a friend of mine from several years back her name's Colleen, and I hadn't seen or spoken to Colleen in a number of years. Coincidentally, happened to be one of the clients at Hope Held by a Horse that day. And at some point, she understood that that was my arena and our farm. And her head popped off, and she reached out to me right away afterwards, saying she had been on our facility. And turns out she lives 20 minutes from us. And as soon as I'm back in Colorado, I can't wait to meet her for breakfast and say hi and hear all about yeah, what she's been doing. I remember her and her husband. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just an incredible couple. And I don't know how, I think everyone does this, but I don't know how we all get so busy in our lives and, and friendships sort of 
melt or fall away, you know? So right. it's, it's, right. it's a hard thing. It's uh, a difficult thing, but also so glad she reached out and was happy she was there. I wasn't there at the time, but I was really happy she was there. So we'll definitely get together with them as soon as we get back. And then let's see what else has been going on. Well, we sent our Touched by Horth booth out to Wisconsin. Madison. Madison, Wisconsin, right? For the Midwest Horse Fair. Shout out to all of our grads who manned that booth. Kim Lex took responsibility for our booth. Robert Goodland was there. I shouldn't have started naming names because I'm not going to, Amy Schaub, I'm not going to remember everybody that was there, but a really nice group of our graduates were out at the Midwest Horse Fair and they met so many super neat people and people that remembered when I went there to speak and, you know, who I am and what we were doing. So it was a nice kind of reunion for some people to see the company there and to meet some of the people that I'm so happy wear our Touch by a Horse insignia of graduating from Equine Gestalt Coaching. So, Wisconsin, you're in good hands. We have so many fabulous graduates and practitioners that are all over the state of Wisconsin. We've just been blessed by that state. And if you're looking for a practitioner, if you live in any of the bordering states, Illinois or anything else, we really have some great grads in that area and in Illinois. So you can go ask our office at Touched by Horse and or go on our website, touchedbyhorse.com and do find a practitioner and you'll see them. You'll see them there. So we were there in person about four years ago. You know, it was great to meet so fun. Know, a, a lot of the nice people around there. I remember you did uh, quite a few of your presentations right, there and right. people were totally amazed <laughs> as they always are oh thank you and you know we ended up getting our manure spreader there as well and oh, it, we did buy it there yeah. yeah what a great what's that company that has that oh, I, I would I give forget. them a shout out if i could remember the name we yeah we bought that manure spreader i don't think we'll ever need to buy another one i mean it was it's built to last and right, built so right. well and yeah and in our area in colorado when you have a large enough property like we do, you can spread, which is the healthiest way for the manure not to be in a pile, possibly cause a fire, you know, breed flies or anything else. We spread it out into the big pastures. And so, yeah, it's one of the, one of the ways to, to do that. So yeah, very fun. And I think we may go back there uh, if they'll have me at Midwest Horse Fair, go back there to do some presentations again, possibly next year. So we're we're interested nice. uh, in doing that. Yeah, yeah. We, we have so we many. Like it there. Yeah. We do, and so many good friends there, and just different people that we can see, and it's it's a great event, kind of a kickoff to the good weather because they ended the Midwest Horse Fair this year on Sunday when they were ready to start packing up with one of the biggest storms that Wisconsin's seen in a long time. So they were not too easy packing up and getting out of there Sunday. But but thank you to each of you that, that did that for sure, for sure, for sure. People have been really sweet reaching out to me about our new handsome healing horse, Halo. And Halo is a nine-year-old gypsy vanner that I bought on an impulse at the beginning of this drive to, to California. He's been well taken care of by Amanda and Gabe on our farm. And then also well loved on by Evie. She flew out from Georgia 
and she's the one that encouraged me to to get him and she drove out to love on him and see him and kiss him and stuff and flew out she didn't drive out and he his ears were up and he was so interested in everything going on with hope held by a horse in the arena so i can i can't wait to get home and play with him and he'll be a star this year in our core trainings which start in may so i guess his his uh, nickname is 4h right why 4h handsome healing horse Halo. Oh, you're <laughs> cute. 4-H, that's good. That's pretty good. You just came up with that. That's pretty good. I like it. 4-H is his uh, new nickname. That's super. So uh, asking, you know, how he's getting along with the other horses, a friend of mine asked this morning, and I said, well, if I was to sum up that barn alone, not the other barn, but just the barn that Halo lives in, I would say Prionsa is jealous of him. Roulette is playing hard to get. She's our little youngest black and white female gypsy vanner, and she's a handful. Rafi, my beautiful quarter horse, buckskin, that's in the stall next to him, calls him bro already, so he's his bro. Ella, who's a 12-year-old gypsy vanner, and she's in love. She is gaga over him. And Rhiannon, who is the grandma gypsy, who is just a powerful horse, kind of says, meh, just kind of in there. So kind of kind of all over. So so he's making his way. He's becoming known to that that part of the herd. And he'll meet the other barn after I get back. And and yeah, he's in there for sure. So really fun. Yeah. So you were just ha- reminiscing about Midwest Horse Fair and you wrote a little note to me. You want to do a shout out to Nell and Krista who are your party buddies back there, both graduates yeah, of the program. Yeah. But when we went back there. I was supposed to go there, out to dinner with yeah. them the last time they were here. And then <laughs> I sort of had other plans. Yeah. And, sorry, my bad. Kind of yeah. kind of in there. But yeah, they're fun. And they went out with Rob and Krista and Nell, took you out to dinner and for beers or something during the horse fair when I was absolutely down for the count. So anyway, it's all good. It's all good. Just did a really great interview with Julie Myers. And Julie is a Colorado practitioner of ours, been with us seven years now, and just really phenomenal. So her interview will be coming out soon on the podcast. Please catch it. It's really beautiful as she is to kind of go through there. So one of the things that came up with Julie, at the tail end, at the very tail end of the interview, she was talking about the fact that she's gone through my uh, EGC and GCM training, uh, mostly the GCM, the advanced training on working with couples. And I'm working on a book around working with couples. I've developed over 35 years of my therapy practice and my EGC work a unique and different way to work with couples. I feel like there's very little that can be accomplished by even a tremendously fine therapist seeing a couple for 50 minutes once a week. That it it often creates problems because people get anxious before they're going for that evening's time to see somebody. Uh, afterwards, they may not be happy with what each other said. It just doesn't give the therapist enough time to really get into it and and support the couple in the way that I like to do it. So I do immersive couples work where the couple literally comes for a four-hour block with a two-hour break, a three-hour block, 
overnight, another three-hour block, two-hour break, three-hour block, two-hour break, a total of usually 12 to 15 hours all over two or three days period of time. So it's immersive, it's powerful. And the orientation that I take to it, which is at first disappointing for them, they're sort of heading in to see me and usually they're flying in from somewhere and they're anxious and one of them's more invested in doing the process than the other person. And, you know, it's all over and it's human nature, right? You're kind of thinking, well, I want Melissa to understand this about you, right? So they want to make sure I know what's wrong with the other person. And I don't do that. They don't get a chance to do that. We start instead with immersive process on getting to know who you both are, where you came from, what formed you to be who you are as a partner in the world. And I have no attachment to whether they stay together, they don't stay together, which sounds really crazy, but it allows a freedom in the hours for them to learn everything and relearn everything about each other and how they came to be the partners that they are. Anyway, it's hugely successful and I love teaching it and it came up in that time with Julie for sure. So, you know, I think in discovering or uncovering who people really are that couples begin to understand how they became that person and they're based on answering a lot of things all the way from their grandparents and their parents and what they saw in marriage as a child, etc. So much, much better understanding of who they are and how the dynamics work. So it's very rewarding to do. And the horses a lot of times in Gestalt are representative of the entity of marriage. So like you and I, Dane, we have how I see our relationship, how you see our relationship but there's actually the relationship as if it's a being of its own. So we both relate to it, right? So when you or I, either one of us, attend to that and care about that relationship in and of itself, like respect the marriage and respect the entity of it and take care of it and pay attention to it, things go much, much better. And it's pretty natural when you're busy working and kids and money and everything else in the world to neglect the relationship itself, right? right? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. So kind of one of those, that's where I'm so fortunate that we get to come out here and have this kind of time together because when we get back home, I guess I'm warning you. (laughs) (laughs) When we get back home, May 1st, you've seen my calendar. I am for 90 days, a crazy person with work because it's the best weather. And it's when all the students can get to the farm to do the in-person part of the training. So we, we will be busy and you will be busy moving hay and fixing fence and mowing and all the thing. all the, I've got fences for you. I've got a lot for you to do when we get back. Well, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> good to have something to do. You better enjoy the next 10 days because yep. it's quite the list. Touched by a Horse offers three comprehensive programs giving you the ability to have the career you've always dreamed about, working in partnership with the magic of horses. Our equine facilitator program provides you with the skills to build a thriving business hosting group experiences with horses. 
Our Equine Gestaltist program prepares you to open your own private Gestalt practice in partnership with horses. And our Master Equine Gestaltist program builds your Gestalt skills both in and outside the round pen. All of our programs include in-depth live classes, business growth training, and a supportive community of herd members to collaborate with and learn from. Visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com to learn more about which program is right for you and your healing herd. Do you remember when we were moving? See, we moved in 2015 to the facility we have now. And I, I don't know if you remember it this way, but I remember sharing with some people that were friends, just different people, that we were moving out, moving two hours south to a much larger property with two barns instead of one with a lot more work to it. And they kind of had this attitude like, well, you, maybe you should size down, not up. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Kind of, people yeah. kind of thinking that? Yeah. It's just kind of crazy. It's just not who we are. Right. We've had, I think we've been happier out there than we ever were. Right. At the let's, other place. Let's keep it growing. Yeah, let's keep it growing. <laughs> let's keep it growing for sure. Yeah, it's interesting in relationships how that happens. And I, I guess we're just not people that would ever retire or sit back and kind of wait for somebody else to do things. So I'm every once in a while I get with my girlfriends and we talk about not wanting to ever be in an assisted living. And uh, there are some very good assisted living places in the world. And there are some people that for health reasons really need to be there. But for horse girls, for cowgirls, man, oh man, we really dream of having a place that is easily accessible to the end of our days where we can sniff a horse and nuzzle a muzzle and get that scent of them. And if all the old men have croaked off, then we'll get some really cute young, young guys. <laughs> Really cute young cowboys to take care of the horses. So we have it all figured out. We have a, we have a different plan, a different vision in sight of these beautiful horses and minis that can come up to us and these cute guys taking care of it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. Good, good for you guys. <laughs> good for you guys. Well, I always say if I kick off first, that please don't marry the first girl that asks you because they're going to be coming after you in droves. So well, that's not going to happen. So. Yeah. Well, we'll we shall see how what life brings, right? So yeah. And I think that for people that listen to this podcast, we are so grateful that you do. And once I'm back in that crazy 90 day stint, I hope to be sharing with you a lot of what goes on to give you more and more pictures of what we do and what these horses actually do in this work. Those who have had a session with one of our practitioners or with myself or have been a student in one of our programs, you know, they really have a pretty good idea of what it looks like, but it's the most popular question I get asked is, so exactly what do the horses do? So I think we'll turn our attention to filling some of that in and telling those stories as I go through this 90 days of really intense work. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that with everyone. For me as well, I believe that I'm at a point where I'm creating new products and new things that are happening. I feel really grateful our equine facilitator program has taken off so well. And we've got new things in the works all the time. My brain doesn't stop creating new things and doing new things. 
I would love to hear as a therapist, as a coach, as a trainer, as a mentor, as a horsewoman, as a wife, as a mother, what, however you hear me on this and maybe don't know me, love to hear emails from you. Uh, some of our best ideas have come from our listeners and you can reach me at M-E-L-I-S-A at touchedbyahorse.com. What would you see as helpful to you for me to share with you on this podcast? I'd be happy to. It's what I do for a living and I would be really happy to reach out and do something uh, just for you. So we're, we're up for that, always up for that. We definitely want to thank Hope Through Horses and that's a 501c3 that does a partial sponsorship of our podcast. We're very grateful to them and they're get busy this time of year too. I think horsemen, we all kind of wake up this time of year coming into the warmer weather and more light in the day. I am an Arizona person by, I lived in Arizona from the time I was a year old until I was 40. So the first 40 years of my life as an Arizona in the desert and, and then kept my ranch for another, you know, many years after that down in Cave Creek, just sold it this year. And for me, I was wired backwards when I moved to Colorado because the toughest days as a horseman in Arizona are the summer days. They're the days with the most light, but the most heat. That sun is intense in the desert for sure. So for me and for the horses, summer was not the time of year we enjoyed. We really enjoyed the rest of the year, more winter everywhere else in the country, right? So when I moved to Colorado and I realized, well, this is kind of cool. As I go into longer days with more light, they're also the better weather days. So I, I have found my state. I found where I belong. Well, it'd be way. good to get back to Colorado just yeah. for some of the green months. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of a brown town a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get there. May, June, July is the peak time for the training, peak time for green grass and for everything being really pretty, and we're happy about it. So just a shout out, we are totally grateful for our past, present, and future students for all of the programs that Melissa has created. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You got that right. And they all adore you. And we'll look forward to some good barbecues coming too. We have a big commercial barbecue on the ranch and we throw some good barbecue parties. And when I say we, I mean you, throw some good barbecue parties. And so we'll do some for what we call the whole herd, anybody that can come and bring a dish and do that, as well as some during the core trainings as well. We love doing that. Oh, yeah. For sure. And then now that we have Gabe, on hand there he can maybe play the guitar sing whatever oh that's little, a good idea entertainment that's a good idea i thought you were going to make him do the barbecue but yeah he could <laughs> he could do the guitar you can flip the burgers or yeah. whatever we decide well, to does do everything else around the damn he place. does yeah. oh my gosh thank you gabe thank you amanda for all that you guys do for us much appreciated so that we can escape out here and and we really do so many fun things out here, but also I get the kind of work that I can't get done in my office at home. There's too many interruptions. And so I get out here and I'm able to focus and, and really get creative. So working on a book, working on a number of things right now. So we're good. All right. Well, um, so excited about the interview I did with Julie. Make sure y'all catch that. And you and I have a couple other things we'll be sharing in our next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends about our podcast as well. Have a great yeah, day. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Touched by a Horse podcast. If you'd like more information about anything we've talked about on the show today or our certification program, please visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com. That's touchedbyahorse.com. Or contact our office by phone at 303-440-7125. Also, be sure to keep up with us on social media. We're at Touched by a Horse on both Facebook and Instagram. See you around the barn and on the next episode.